even if you don't have a creative process yet, which I urge you to, to have in this world because this life can get redundant and we could be stuck in this cycle of the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows of life. And this takes you to the Narnia of your brain, the realm that doesn't exist. And for me, that brings me to such a, a state of happiness where I'm like, the what if is out there, the, the what could be is out there and that keeps me going. I've noticed Every time I'm at the peak of motivation where I'm feeling every aspiration possible that I'm, I'm going to conquer this, I'm going to get this done, and I start pivoting to that, it always comes from a place of darkness that I had just got out of or like rock bottom that I just hit. That's something that a lot of people don't realize. Like it is what you make it. It's all your own perception and any situation could be exactly what you give it. So it's just dependent on what you're willing to give. The unknown is scary, but you have to find excitement in what you're doing. That does look unfamiliar right now because you don't know where it'll take you, but you also have to find that um, excitement to understand that it's going to eventually be something great because in your mind you already know what you want to do with it. It's just a matter of getting there. everybody welcome back to the demo podcast it's neela and it is adis what's up family it's been a wild long day it's been a long day but Niels. very like high productivity yeah you know i woke up today and i realized and this is for everyone out there that um isn't creative or doesn't have a creative outlet right um to really prioritize that right like for the longest time i neela and i are what a cr it really means to be a creator, whether it's the podcast, whether it's Neela's makeup business and really creating something from nothing, right? But it really takes a lot of time and effort to really execute. We're big on execution and I've talked to you about like my prior habits and not being able to execute and stuff like that. But I had this realization that nothing is going to work until you do. Right. And after that talk that we had on the on the phone where tensions were high, you and I were kind of going over a lot of the things on the back end and stuff. And I realized that I was kind of slipping. Right. And it was because like I was masking whatever I was going through in life with just BSing my time and not prioritizing my time for the creative process. Right. I kind of put that on the back burner and I didn't feel good about it. Right. Like whether if, for example, if you were you have two, three projects going on and instead of waking up and you know, going down the list of what you have to do, I'd go to the gym for five hours and then try to figure out on the back end. And then I would, you know, uh, posts would be late or they would just never go up or videos would be late and stuff. And um, I really feel like today I woke up or last night I was researching a bunch and stuff and I was like, yo, execution is, is pivotal. It's key. And how you're going to execute and make it work is key too. So I was like, I need to wake up and prioritize, not the gym, nothing else, the creative process and executing. So I met with you. I went to your, your job. You had a gap in your schedule. And I was like, we need to figure out the next couple of moves. And I, I don't want to announce it. We've kind of hinted at it before, but we're working on these two projects that are so big, so seismic uh, of our just entire journey that it excited me so much that I needed to get to you and I needed to get to you ASAP. And then the the feelings and the emotions and, and where we were in the process was, I'm on a high. Yeah, and this, I want you to pay attention to this feeling right now because a lot of people will fall into this window of like high, high motivation. And 
remember that it's so important to understand like where your head's at in this moment because as human beings naturally we kind of we have these like episodes where we're just like on our Kanye and then of course life goes on and then it's not necessarily a matter of like falling off it's just kind of like distractions distractions and you kind of fall off that that path a little bit where you're curving now in different directions and then you lose sight of that feeling and I want you to know that that feeling was so magnetic because when you came to me and I felt it in your voice this morning when you called me that's why we were like you're like I'm coming and I was like okay let's do this how much I, I fed off of that and like how strong the energy in the room was that's something that a lot of people don't realize like it is what you make it it's all your own perception and any situation could be exactly what you give it so it's just dependent on what you're willing to give and we've seen this because I've noticed every time I'm at the peak of motivation where I'm feeling every aspiration possible that I'm, I'm gonna conquer this I'm gonna get this done and I start pivoting to that it always comes from a place of darkness that I had just got out of or like rock bottom that I just hit. So we do come to those moments, which you and I had a conversation last week on the phone and it was high tension, high emotion, a lot of aggression on both of our ends, not necessarily at each other, but in general. Um, and, I, and, and you see how we were feeding off of that energy off of each other and we were both feeding off of that funk. Um, you hit that and then you you have to do something to get out of that. And I don't know if it was the conversation we had where we had never spoken to each other that way before that kind of woke us back up, right, essentially. Or if it was the next morning of like realization to, again, revisiting everything we've done thus far to get us back to this window right now. You have to have those little moments. But I, again, it's part of the journey. And I'm learning this in the last few years that it's like, if those don't happen, it won't make sense. They have to happen, but you have to remember, don't let it take over. Let it happen, let it pass, and then get back to your peak. And I swear it translates. It does. And the importance of actually like knowing that that's going to be in the journey, and then how are you going to get back on that path or figure out a new path to make it work? Like, And the importance of putting like this, whenever I stare at this, right? This is like one, two pages, three pages. And I don't wanna like, but it's literally like putting pen to paper. It, when I was like sitting there and you and I were like writing this down, right? Like it felt so like- It was a moment. It was a moment and it was like the ideas were just flowing and it was just making sense. All of that was just making sense. It also kind of felt like deja vu in a weird way. Yes. Also, I'm big on deja vu. I have it a lot. It happens to me all the time. But pen to paper is a very, very strong feeling because it's um, you're creating, you're using your muscles, you're using your brain power, and then you're it's transmitting into your finger movement. It's, it's crazy. I hate technical like writing at this point I'm typing all day I'm texting all day feel the same. I love pen to paper when I'm brainstorming I love marker to whiteboard you know and when you see when you sit in big meetings or like brainstorming sessions it's literally like a chalkboard or a whiteboard and then that's when like energy's high ideas are fuming so it's like maybe if you're having a hard time kind of getting organized and structured try the old-fashioned way of just like pen to paper like lined paper maybe even a pencil erase draw scratches like it's so creative. I think I remember reading a book where Tupac Shakur, shout out Tupac, um, would write his music. He would hand write it and like he would draw symbols. Like for the letter I, he would draw an I, you know, and like 
that was his creative and like and god knows in that moment what he was feeling what he was thinking and how he was he was expressing it on his words and and artistic value it's just that is all a moment and it's like something that you feel it's not literally just sitting there putting pen to paper it's something that you're feeling and i can't explain that feeling and it's like in in artists talk about this a lot in the documentaries that we were watching and stuff the artist said like the reason why i put it on a whiteboard it's like it's in my head and like I'm using, like you said, my muscles. I'm actually putting this on, you know, a, a physical something physical, right? Like it just doesn't hit the same when you're typing and stuff, and when it's through a tech, technological like like device or something. Pen to paper just feels different. It's like I'm putting the effort behind this, right? And it's like so interesting that I I recommend everybody. There's gonna be the highs, the lows, and every everything like that. But I recommend anyone out there that is in the stage of their life that there's this redundancy of just like wake up work go to sleep work out whatever to really tap into the creative process and find something that whether it's a hobby or something that like taps into that intuitive almost like ethereal creative space is so important like even with us with the makeup with the your vlogging with the podcast with everything it's not enough it's like the that like I want more. Like I want to do more. I want to embody what it means to be Nila and Adis into some f- form of art. That's why artists they're so engulfed in their art that nothing else matters. And I'm not telling you to be the type of person that moves to Venice and and lives in a tent and and does art. But if I'll, that makes I'll do you that happy, though. But I'll also do that. Like I'll you move happy. to Venice. Maybe not right now. We're not really a fan of. But in general, I'm just like. Um, I get it. If you're a creative, if you're some sort of creative, you get the flow, you get the energy, you get that high, high, that low, low. You, I think you'll understand what Adis and I are saying. And it doesn't have to be just in the form of content creation. I think engineers are, are artists in their own way. Doctors are artists in their own way. I mean, you know, there's different fields where in which your creativity can show and your skill set. But a lot of times, similar to what you were saying and a lot of what Adis and I were feeling just recently is this repetitive state of mind where you're doing the same thing and you're not really seeing, I don't even want to say reward, but much um, translation. And that's where your conscious state of mind is constantly in the back of your head saying, where's this going? Where's this going? This is not like, this is not translating this. And, and I'm not, again, my own makeup included, right? Those little voices, the noises is natural. It happens. You're going to hear it. I can't say avoid it and ignore it. And, you can, and then especially it doesn't help. Like I, recently someone said something to me too, that was like, Oh, you know, and I was like, I needed that though. I needed that because in that moment, what it did is it like lit a fire in me where I was like, I'm going to show you actually, I'm going to show you what I'm actually doing. And so sometimes you do need those little hiccups and those moments of uncertainty to bounce back. And that's what I'm trying to say. We, we weren't uncertain, but we had a moment of high tension, emotion, and like, it felt kind of like I'm done, which would not, not like that, but I'm, it kind of felt like, I don't know what to say right now. And when you get to that point, it kind of, and, you, and you move past that, once you're past that, the high is so high. And I think artistry in its truest form is that something that makes you excited beyond words, like something that really lights this fire under you that you're like, 
I love this. And that can change throughout the years and your experiences and stuff. And there's always this like writer's block, redundant moment that comes with every artist, whether you're making music, whether you're creating, you're doing art where you're just like, it's the same, you're not really. But that's why artists, they move to a different house. They move to another state. They go and they isolate themselves in the wilderness to put themselves in a different mindset to reignite that creativity and that creative process. And I think that's where we were, where we were at. And it was so interesting knowing that that oh my god like we thought we were there at one point but we weren't then that like realistic like real moment that every artist creative and everybody feels whether you haven't found that creative art form yet you will go through that where things will feel redundant things will feel lackadaisical no traction no movement but it wasn't with the outside world not doing the movement or the traction. It really was with our creative process being redundant. It wasn't that it, things weren't translating or we were just pissed. It was more so we were just not happy with ourselves. I wasn't happy with how I was feeling doing the things that I was doing. It was a more of a me thing, right? Yeah. Like, and it's so interesting because that fire and that tenacity was lost because it was so redundant, such the same cycle. Like, it's like when people have writer's block, right? You're writing these novels and stuff and you're just sitting there at chapter 13 and you could be J.K. Rowling that wrote 50 Harry Potter books, right? That are like this thick. You don't think there was moments where she was just like, yeah, where am I going here, right? But it's getting yourself out of that, figuring out what that next motivation is figuring out what that next step in the story is, uh, no pun intended, right? <laughs> and that, once you do take that next step and once you do realize that this whole not knowing and even if you don't have a creative process yet, which I urge you to, to have in this world because this life can get redundant and we could be stuck in this cycle of the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows of life. And this takes you to the Narnia of your brain, the, the, the ethereal realm, the, the, the realm that doesn't exist. And for me, that brings me to such a, a state of happiness where I'm like the, what if is out there, the, the, what could be is out there. And that keeps me going because if you woke up and you knew exactly how your life was going to turn out, right? If you had just, you knew exactly at 30, I'm going to be right here. 40, I'm going to be right here. Life would suck. But when you're tapping into something creative and you're doing something that's coming from somewhere else, crazy. It's a delusional state of mind that it's is crazy. actually, it feels so good. And the unknown is scary, but you have to find excitement in what you're doing that will, that does look unfamiliar right now because you don't know where it'll take you. But you also have to find that, um, that again, excitement, to understand that it's going to eventually be something great because in your mind you already know what you want to do with it. It's just a matter of getting there and going through the high highs and the low lows. And and to your point, it, it is a me thing. It was a you thing because of everything that's going on in the world. And we will have those moments where our, our outside feelings, aside from our general, where our focus is, will bleed into kind of that everything that we're doing. And that's totally normal because as human beings, it's an inevitable to not think about the crisis in the world and like our personal problems, all these things. But it, and again, our perception is what we make it. It's everything that we want it to be. And if you stick to that and you just tell yourself what it is, I swear it shifts your brain. It's such, oh, our mind literally plays tricks on us. And you can let it either take you to this really, really dark place or you could let it flatter and just literally be delusional and be in rainbows and clouds all day. And like until you get one day you look back and here we are four years later 
where we're supposed to be. We're you know? exactly where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the beauty of it all. And uh, the feeling is I can't shake the feeling. And I it's important for me to remember that when there's clouds and when there's rain and it's so difficult it's so difficult to be tapped into this energy and this happiness and this high um but i i think it's possible it's no no it is possible it is where <laughs> can they find us Niels? youtube.com slash the demon podcast tdp we out we out